Fornicators and drug addicts. No, I'm not just talking about my new assignment in Portsmouth. I'm talking about the saints that we are uh, celebrating today. One was a cleric fornicator, philanderer, father of many illegitimate children, died a martyr, is now a saint. The other died in active opium addiction. Not sobriety, not recovery, an active withdrawing opium addict. Now a martyr, or was a martyr, now a saint. I'm speaking, of course, about St. Andrew Wouters of Holland, the terrible, terrible priest who, in his priesthood, as I said, fathered many children, but would not become a heretic. There were things he would allow himself to do and things he would not. Fathering many children as a priest, no problem. Going against theology, apparently that was his sticking point. And he died a martyr because of it. Now, there were many Calvinist pirates going around the land of Holland at this point, um, rounding up the Catholic clergy and martyring them, trying to get them to apostasy, trying to get them to give up the faith, to, to renounce the papacy, to renounce the real presence of the Eucharist. And he and his companions were rounded up, and actually a Dominican saint was uh, rounded up with them. He came in, St. John of Cologne, I believe, uh, he came in to hear their confessions and to pray with them before they were going to die, and then they're like, oh, just kidding, we're also going to kill you. But we move on to the, the saints of uh, Holland who died martyrs because they would not give up their faith. Now, why is St. Andrew Wooters remembered? Well, again, because he was terrible. That's mostly why he was remembered, because despite being terrible in life, he still makes a last stand before his death, and he says, fornicator I always was, heretic I will never be, and they killed him. So, that's one good example of how we can do uh, a terrible job at living our Catholic faith, and then somehow, through the grace of God, still become a saint. Now, I wouldn't suggest this as your insurance plan of holiness because, well, it's a terrible plan. We can't always go for that Constantine conversion, deathbed baptism, repentance plan. We're like, oh, at the end, I'll be fine, because that end may come very quickly when you're not expecting it. Now, the second one I want to talk about is St. Mark G. Tiongzhen, a saint of China, around, born around uh, the end of the 1800s, early 1900s, was born uh, and uh, eventually had some issues. He had some digestive issues and I think some back problems. And the doctors of his day, medical professionals, prescribed for him opium to ease the pain, which was common practice back then. Well, he liked opium, as most people do, and wouldn't ever stop doing it. So because of that, the very well-intentioned, poorly informed, misunderstanding Jesuit priest of his time said, you, sir, may never come back to church until you kick your addiction. Well, addiction wasn't really understood back then. They thought it was of choice. They thought it was just a thing you could get over easily. So he barred Mark from the sacraments for over 30 years. Now, Mark would still come to church. He would sit in the back. He would not receive the Eucharist, but he was always faithful, and he never gave up his Catholic faith through the midst of his terrible addiction to opium. Now, eventually, during the Boxer Rebellion, all of him, his family and other Catholics were all uh, rounded up, and again, they tried to make them denounce and reject the faith, but he would not do so, and he exhorted his, his friends and family to stay strong to the faith as well. So while Mark is in this prison internment camp with his family, his, uh, his sons, daughters, grandchildren, he is going through active withdrawal from opium, which is not a fun thing. And while he's doing this, he's still maintaining his faith, 
and his fidelity to God and exhorting others to be faithful too in the midst of their martyrdom. And so Mark is eventually martyred um, and he is remembered as a great saint because of his faithfulness to the gospel and his unwavering belief in God. So why do I bring them up? Because I love saints like this. They're terribly flawed humans. They show that we are so on our own bad but the grace of God overcomes all sin. There is not a sin we can do, we can achieve. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God, as St. Paul says. Now, again, we should not rely fully on, oh, it'll just work out. We rely on the providence of God, but we also have to do our part. We also have to do what we can to rout out vice in our life and cultivate virtue, to be holy in the circumstances we find ourselves in. But it is always good to remember those saints who struggled so valiantly and who did so poorly in life, but somehow still made the goal. So on this day, we pray for the intercession of all of the, the martyrs, uh, I forget their names, but all of the martyrs in Holland um, during the Counter-Reformation and the Reformation, um, those companions of John of Cologne, the Dominican, and Andrew Wooters. I think there were 19 others that were uh, uh, martyred at that time. And we pray for all of the uh, Chinese martyrs as well who died during the Boxer Rebellion, that through their intercession we may be strengthened in whatever political, social, or personal battles we face and that we may never give up the faith.